Hello there, welcome to Revelation from the Heart podcast, bringing you timely teaching from the Word of God. I'm your host, Minister Paula Cornett. I would love to stay connected with you online. You can visit my website at www.paulacornett.weebly.com. From there, you can access my social media links as well as join the mailing list and receive updates right to your inbox. Be sure to like my page on Facebook at Paula Cornett Ministries, follow me on Instagram, or subscribe to my YouTube channel, Revelations from the Heart. I am so excited for what the Lord has in store for you today, and I hope that you will be encouraged by today's message. Well, grab your Bible. Let's get into today's episode. Hello there. Welcome to today's podcast, Revelations from the Heart. I'm your host, Minister Paula Cornett. We are on episode number 45. I know it's been just a few weeks since you've heard my voice. I took just a little bit of time to kind of refresh and refuel and ready to get going again and continue with the teaching on the Holy Spirit. I hope you've been enjoying past episodes and if you've missed any, you can go back in the archives and get caught up. But we're going to just pick up right where I left off. I also want to encourage you that as you're listening to this podcast to uh, be sure to subscribe so that you'll be notified as soon as a new episode uploads, you'll get a notification. And also be sure to leave me a five-star rating and just let me know how uh, the podcast has been a blessing in your life. I appreciate it so, so very much. And also be sure to share this podcast with someone that you know will be blessed. So I just want to give a shout out. I was just looking at the analytics and I see from the analytics that uh, the podcast is reaching other nations. Uh, Looks like we're in the nation of Trinidad and Tobago in the Caribbean and also uh, reaching uh, Tanzania on the continent of Africa. So I just thank God for expanding the borders and for continuing to uh, just allow this podcast to be a blessing to people all over the world. So we want to pick up today with the teaching on the Holy Spirit, talk about the Holy Spirit. I thank God for the presence of the Holy Spirit. And I want to just mention, and we're going to go through the 10 aspects of the work of the Holy Spirit in our lives. A lot of times people are not aware of the works of the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is truly the most important person on the face of this earth. He's our helper. He's our guide. And we're going to look at this word comforter just a little more in depth. And uh, be sure to grab your Bible. And you can jot these down if you want to. But we're going to go through just two of these uh, today. One I already went through, but I'm going to just review again. So the 10 aspects of the work of the Holy Spirit in our lives. This is what the Holy Spirit does in our lives but the key is is that you've got to cooperate with him and you got to yield to him and he will operate these in your life number one he comforts john 14 16 number two he indwells john 14 17 and you can go back in your own uh spare time and look up these scriptures and uh, the holy spirit teaches us john 14 26 he reminds us John 14 and 26. I use him to help remind me of things all the time, all the time. Sometimes my little niece isn't around to help me to remember things. And so I said, Holy Spirit, bring that back to my remembrance. Number five, he testifies with us. 
We see that in John 15, 26. He convicts us. John 16 and 9. He convinces us. John 16, 10. He guides us. John 16, 13. He reveals things to us. John 13, John 16, 13, I'm sorry. And he helps us to worship. John 4, John 16, 14. So number one, he comforts. Number two, he indwells. Number three, he teaches. Number four, he reminds us. Number five, he testifies with us. Number six, he convicts us. Number seven, he convinces us. Number eight, he guides us. Number nine, he reveals things to us. And number 10, he helps us to worship. These are the 10 aspects of the work of the Holy Spirit in our lives. These are what he does. And so it's important that we know these and that we cooperate with him. And he will operate all of these in your life whenever you need him to. And whenever you, whenever you need one of these all right so the first one was is that he comforts us now we kind of touched on this in a previous episode but i want to just review this again that the word comfort the uh jesus referred to the holy spirit as the comforter and he says this four times he says it in john 14 and john 15 and john 16. now when you see something emphasized repeatedly then what that is signifying is that Jesus wanted us to really get it, okay? He said it four separate times, so he's really wanted to, like, get this down in you to understand that he is the comforter. He said it in John 14 and 16. He said, and I will pray the Father, and he will give you another comforter. He said it in John 14 and 26. He said, but the comforter, the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name. He will teach you all things and bring to your remembrance all things that I said to you. Says it again in John 15, 26. He's talking about the Holy Spirit. He says, but when the Comforter comes, whom I shall send to you from the Father, the Spirit of truth, who proceeds from the Father, he will testify of me. And in John 16 and 7, it says, The helper will not come to you, but if I depart, I will send him to you. So Jesus was saying that in order for this helper to come, this comforter to come, that I got to go away. I got to go away in order for you to receive him. All right. So let's look at this word comforter. This word comforter is the Greek word parakletos. Okay. And it's very, this is a very uh, powerful um word that is used that Jesus uses to describe the Holy Spirit it's this word parakletos is compounded of is two words separated but when you compound these two words when you put them together it actually means one called alongside to urge to beseech to coach to plead to beg to pray to train or to train and it pictures one who has come closely alongside of another person for the sake of speaking to him, consoling him, coaching him, comforting him, or assisting him with instruction, counsel, or advice. 
So the Holy Spirit comes alongside of us to help us with all of this. He comes alongside of us to help train us. He comes alongside us to coach us, to plead, to beg, to pray, to urge, to beseech. Okay, now this word was also used in ancient times. It was used to, to depict military leaders who came alongside their troops to urge them, to exhort them, to beseech them, to beg or to plead with them, to stand tall and face their battles bravely. Okay, so God doesn't want us to give up in the midst of the battle. But he wants us to stand and face the battle bravely. And the Holy Spirit is there to coach us through. Whatever we go through, he's there to coach us through. To say, hey, sometimes you feel like giving up. Sometimes you want to quit. But the Holy Spirit is there to say, you, you know, you sometimes you say, I heard something on the inside that said, don't give up. Don't quit. You can do this. Just take a breath. Take a break. But don't quit. Don't give up. See this to the end. Don't retreat. Keep fighting. That's the Holy Spirit. And if you will listen to the Holy Spirit, he will help you in every area of your life. A lot of times he's speaking to people and they're not listening. They don't have an ear to hear the Holy Spirit. But the Holy Spirit wants to help the believer. He wants to help you in every area of your life. Now, this word parakletos was also used in the earliest sense. It was a word that was used to describe a lawyer. All right. So if you let the Holy Spirit, he he acts like a lawyer. He's a he will come to your defense. Okay? So he's on standby to help us. He's on standby to help us and it's this also this word was used to describe a trainer or a coach. So the Holy Spirit's like our personal trainer. He's our personal coach. I think about when I think about the Holy Spirit as a coach. I think about my dad and I think about my brother, both of whom uh, are coaches. My dad was a, a coach in a middle school uh, for, oh gee, I guess, I guess he taught school 30 plus years. I can't remember the exact number. And I know my brother has done 10 plus years, probably 20 years by now of, of coaching. And what a coach does, the coach does not do the work for you, but the coach conditions you and prepares you so that you can do the work, so that you can be your best. They sit back, they watch, they observe you. They give you pointers. They let you know where you've fallen short, where you need to work harder. And that's what the Holy Spirit does. He is our coach. In fact, um, my dad was one that, I, I say it like this, that coached me and in, in, in taught me how to study and how to find and recognize my, uh, my study, how, what was my study strengths or what I needed to do um, to, to retain the information. And he coached me. I remember he'd come home at night. He'd be, had been working all day and would come home, uh, at night and, and, uh, help me with, with studying skills, help me with, with my studying skills. And then my brother, Kevin, I was actually his first trainee. I would, I, I think I was his first trainee because he coached and trained me in every sport, uh, that you could probably think of. And I can remember, I can just see very vividly, we'd be out uh, in the evening after the sun, uh, after it got cooler in the summertime, and he and I would be out there, he'd be coaching me in volleyball, he'd be coaching me in basketball, he'd be coaching me in, in uh, uh, softball, he'd be coaching me in kickball, he'd be coaching me on, uh, in everything. He taught me how to, how, to, how to catch, and he taught me how to fake out in um, 
of playing uh, football and stuff. So I was his trainee. So he was he was my first coach, and he would train me and 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 give me all these pointers and practice with me and um, all that kind of stuff like that. So only um, you will only benefit from the Holy Spirit if you will listen to Him. And the key is not only to listen, but you gotta obey. You gotta obey. You gotta obey him quickly. The Holy Spirit will never mislead you. He always tells the truth. Jesus says that he is the spirit of truth. He's always gonna lead you into the truth. And what he t- it's always gonna line up with God's word. Okay? So we gotta remember that the Holy Spirit is not Jesus didn't say, I'm gonna send you somebody that's totally different from me, but he said, I'm going to send you another. I'm going to send you someone just exactly like me because I got to go away. I can't stay here. Okay. So I'm going to send one that's just like me to be with you, to be alongside of you. All right. And to, to, to be with you. So he, the Holy Spirit will never mislead you. He will never mislead you. You must listen to his voice and you must obey and do it quickly. Because if you start to think about it, you'll talk yourself out of it. When the Holy Spirit is leading you to do something you do it because he always tells you the truth. The Holy Spirit is the most important person on the earth. And he wants to lead and he wants to guide us. He wants to coach. He wants to train us. He comes alongside of us to help us. The second one is that the Holy Spirit indwells. And we see that in John 14 and 17. It says, the spirit of truth whom the world cannot receive Because it neither sees him nor knows him, but you know him, for he dwells with you and will be in you. Okay, so not only is the Holy Spirit with you, we can experience him, but he's in us. He takes residence inside our hearts. Now, in the Old Testament times, well, let me say this first. I remember a time when I was sitting in a Bible study and one of the questions um, that the that the that the minister asked was, "What is the difference between the Holy Spirit in the Old Testament um, in comparison to the New Testament?" And so I raised my hand and I said, "Well, in the Old Testament, the Holy Spirit came up on people temporarily for a specific, uh, you know, assignment. He came up on just for that moment, and then he left. But in the New Testament," He doesn't come upon us temporarily, but now he indwells us. He's inside of us. So he's with us and he's in us. Okay, the Holy Spirit is with you and he's in you. In John 20, uh, uh, chapter 20, verse 22, it says, and this is Jesus, he says this. And when he said this, he breathed on them and said to them, receive the Holy Spirit. So Jesus breathed upon his disciples. And that just means to, to breathe into or to inflate. So when you think about uh, inflate, I think, I think about a balloon. So it just give you the picture that it's, it's like Jesus, like you breathe into a balloon, you breathe into that balloon and your breath is in that balloon, right? Your hot air is in that balloon, right? But with Jesus, he that's what he actually did. He breathed into the disciples and they received the Holy Spirit. This word breathed is the same word that's used in Genesis 2 and 7 when it talks about when when, when God 
created Adam and he said, and he breathed into his nostrils the breath of life. This word breathe is the same uh, word in the Hebrew as it is in the Greek, which means to, which means to breathe into or to inflate. So this means that the Holy Spirit, he's alongside us. He's inside us. He resides in your heart. He's with you 100% of the time. So he sees everything. He sees everything that's taking place. He sees everything uh, that you're doing. The Holy Spirit is there with you. That's why a lot of times when people get saved and they have bad habits or things that they used to do, the Holy Spirit, when you get saved, comes and takes, you know, comes and takes up residence in you. And a lot of times they'll try to go do those habits or things. And it's like, it's, it's not the same. I can't get it high as I used to. Well, because you got the Holy Spirit living on the inside of you. So when you do that, you're actually forcing the Holy Spirit to do those things or to participate in those things as well. And the Holy Spirit, I'm sure he will say, don't do that. You shouldn't do that. Or you, the person will feel very convicted after, after they've, they've, they've done something that is contrary to the word of God. So the Holy Spirit is with us 100% of the time. So are you aware of the one that lives on the inside of you? Do you have a welcoming home for the Holy Spirit? Is, is, is it a residence? Is it a place where he, can, where he can dwell, where he can live? You see, nobody really wants to live in a home that is not well kept, right? If you do something, something's not right, something's wrong. But most people want to live in a home that's clutter-free. And when your home is clutter-free and, and neat and tidy, I know for me, it helps me to think clearly. Things are all cluttered. I, I, can't, I can't think I have to have it neat and in order. And so the Holy Spirit wants to take up residence. Are you welcoming him? You know, sometimes when you go to, to, to people's houses, uh, you know, I don't just drop by people's houses. You got to be invited to come, right? You got to be invited. And so the Holy Spirit, you invite him to come in. You invite him to to, to, to come in and you invite his presence to come in. So are, are you a welcoming home for the Holy Spirit? Okay. And you need, you gotta, you gotta acknowledge his presence. Have you acknowledged his presence? Do you acknowledge his presence? You gotta embrace his presence. You gotta welcome him. You gotta partner with him so that he can release his power in your life to touch and be a blessing to those that you encounter. You see, God doesn't just want, uh, the, the, his power is not just for um, the preacher or the evangelist or the missionary or, or the minister, but God's power is for his people to use. In the Great Commission, Jesus said that the first thing is, is very interesting. The first thing that he says that the believers will be able to do is to cast out devils. It's to cast out devils. And there's such a need for a rise of the deliverance ministry uh, in this day and time that we're living in. We see just a rise of, uh, of more demonic activity. So there's a greater need for a deliverance ministry. And so God wants to use you, me, yes, you, if you're a believer, that you should be able to cast out a devil. You should be able to lay hands on the sick and they shall recover. It says that we should take a poisonous things and it won't harm us. It won't hurt us. This is, this is what is for the believer. And the believer doesn't say for the preacher. It doesn't say for the teacher. It doesn't say for, it says for the believer. 
So all you have to do is believe. And so the, the power of the Holy Spirit, the Holy Spirit is there. When you get saved, he comes and he dwells in you. And so then you say, well, what, what about tongues? Well, tongues, speaking in tongues, the evidence, uh, the proof of the power is that you will speak in, in other tongues. You will speak in a new language. All right. And that's, that's what you, that's what you need in order to do the work of God. Before anyone was commissioned to do any work for God, they had that you got to have God's power to do his work because you can't do it by your, in and of your own intellect and mind. You got to have the power of God and you got to know how to tap into the power of God and how to use the power of God. And the more you do it, the more the, 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 the kind of, I don't want to say easier it becomes, but you just become more confident to, to where you know for sure, for sure that this is God speaking, that this is him. So I want to encourage you that we're living in a day and time where we need the power of the Holy Spirit more now than ever before to navigate through life. Sometimes to navigate in the grocery store. <laughs> Sometimes I have to pray before I go in certain places and pray while I'm there as well. But the Holy Spirit comes alongside of us. He's with us. He's in us to help us to navigate this life, to help us to live this life and to help us to be aware of danger that's around or to, to be aware of decisions that, that, that we have to make. Sometimes we have to make decisions that are above our heads and the Holy Spirit will give us wisdom on what to do, the questions that we might need to ask or the things that we may need to, 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 to do. He, he wants to do that. He, he does not want us to have anything that, you know, like takes us by surprise. He wants to prepare us. He wants to prepare us. And we're living in the end times. We're living in the last days. And so we have to make sure that our ear is attuned to the voice of the Holy Spirit. A voice of the Holy Spirit. Because there's a lot of voices out there. And there's a lot of information that's out there. And you have to be able to discern and sift through what is what is going on and what's happening. If not, you're going to be lost. You're going to be lost. You don't want to be lost. And so the power of the Holy Spirit is available to his children. It doesn't matter where you live, where you are. His power is available to you today. So right now as we close, I'm going to close with a word of prayer. I want you just to place your hands upon your belly wherever you are. And I'm going to place my hands up on mine. And I'm going to believe for God to stir up the power of the Holy Spirit in your life. Father God, I thank you right now for your word. I thank you that your Holy Spirit, Paracletos, the comforter, has come and is here to indwell us, to come alongside us, to help us, to coach us, to teach us, to train us, to urge us, to convict us, to convince us, to help us in every area of our lives. Father, I pray for that one that needs an answer from you uh, on a tough decision that, that, that needs to be made. Father, I thank you for bringing clarity right now in the name of Jesus. I thank you for bringing peace right now. Father God, to those hearts that may be troubled, Lord, there's a lot of stuff going on, a lot of things that are transpiring and taking place behind the scenes. But God, we thank you that no matter what happens, that Jesus is Lord. And we thank you that the Holy Spirit knows and sees all and that he's able to lead the God to direct and navigate us through this life, through this world, through these times, these difficult times. So Father God, I thank you for attuning your people to the ear of the voice of the Holy Spirit that we will know your voice, Father God, that we will act and be obedient, that we will yield to the Holy Spirit, to the voice of the Holy Spirit. I thank you for your protection over the people, Father God, that you continue to lead, to guide, and direct, Lord God. And I thank you, Father God, that you're working out 
things that concern all of your children. I pray for that one that may need healing in their body. I thank you for releasing your healing power right now in the name of Jesus from the top of their head to the soles of their feet. Father, I thank you that Jesus is the healer. I thank you, Father God, that you're able to deliver and set free, Lord God. I thank you for setting those that need to be set free, one that may have just Click this by accident, Lord God, but that you set it up by divine purpose. I thank you for delivering and setting the captives free, Lord God. I thank you, Father God, that there is freedom in Christ. And I thank you that you're doing just a mighty, mighty work right now in the name of Jesus. I thank you, God, that Jesus, you are the healer of migraine headaches. I thank you, Father God, for healing migraine headaches. If that's you, that you've been suffering with migraine headaches, just put your hand on your head and receive the healing power of God in the name of Jesus. I pray for heart conditions right now, Lord. I thank you that you're healing heart conditions in the name of Jesus. I thank you for eyes, that you're healing eyes, Lord God. I thank you, Father God, that that, that you're healing. Somebody's having pain in their eye, in their, in their cornea, in their cornea. I thank you that you are healing that, Lord, that you're correcting that right now. In the name of Jesus, we come against allergies and sinuses, Lord God. I thank you, God, that you are the healer of every sickness, every disease, every condition, and every malformity. We come against cancer. We bind and curse it at the root in Jesus' name. And I thank you for releasing your healing power, Lord God, into the bodies of your people, Lord. I thank you for delivering delivering people from drug addiction and alcoholism, Father God, in Jesus' name, from tormenting thoughts in Jesus name. I pray for those that are having sleep, 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 sleep trouble, having trouble sleep. I speak peace to you right now in the name of Jesus. God says in his word that he gives his beloved sweet sleep. So sleep peacefully tonight in the name of Jesus. Father God, you be glorified, you be magnified. Lord God, I thank you for healing. I thank you for touching I thank you for delivering, Father God. I pray for families right now. I thank you for restoring families, Father God. I thank you, Father God, that you're touching touching hearts and lives right now, Lord God, that you're uh, that those that, that have been believing and standing in the gap for their family members that are lost, Lord God. We just come against those blocking and hindering forces in Jesus' name, and we speak for salvation and deliverance in Jesus' name. I glorify you, Father God. I thank you, Lord. We thank you for your precious Holy Spirit that you just touch each and every listener right now, wherever they are, wherever they are, that your touch will be tangible, that your touch will be tangible, Father God. I give you glory, honor, and praise for all it is that you're doing, Lord, for how it is that you're moving, Lord, in the name of Jesus, I pray, amen. And amen. Well, as always, thank you for joining me. Be sure to join me. I got a lineup of guests coming the next couple of weeks. So I'm looking forward to them being a blessing to you all. And remember that the Holy Spirit is the most important person on the face of this earth. He wants to lead, guide, direct you. You got to cooperate with him. You got to listen. You got to yield and you got to obey his voice. Be blessed until next time. Remember the Bible says in Romans 10 and 17 that faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. Thank you for listening to today's podcast. 
Be sure to share this episode with someone in your life. Also, share on your social media outlets. And I would love for you to connect with me on Facebook, Instagram, and be sure to subscribe to my new YouTube channel. You can find the links to all my pages by visiting my website at www.paulacornette.weebly.com. God bless you and hope that you will take time to listen again soon.